today on the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. I want to thank you uh, for taking time to, to join us this morning as we're looking at God's Word together. And I want to encourage you today to take uh, your Bible, your copy of God's Word, and open it up with me to the Gospel of Mark. Today we're looking Mark's Gospel, chapter number 14, and if you have a Bible, I want to encourage you to take it and open it, and we'll read together from God's precious Word. Mark 14 is where we're looking today. We're going to look in verse number 26 and 27. And again, what a blessing it is to study God's Word. As we're uh, beginning today, we, we must be reminded that Jesus, in only just a few hours, was going to the cross of Calvary. He would soon die for our sins, my sins and your sins, and the sin debt of the entirety of the world. And here he is, he's in the upper room, and in verse number 26, we find that they are preparing to depart from that upper room. The Bible says, verse number 26, and when they had sung a hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. And so we find that they sang together. Now, the question is, as we looked at the last time we were together, uh, what was the hymn that they sang? Well, no one knows really for sure uh, what hymn it was, and it's for sure it wasn't Amazing Grace or one of the popular hymns of, of modern times or even of old times, but it was very possibly one of the Psalms. And it was probably, very likely, one of what is called the Hael Psalms, and that is Psalms 113 to 118. And they are called the Hael Psalms because they sing of our Lord's faithfulness to deliver the children of Israel out of Egypt's bondage. And it connects rightly with the Passover. These Psalms deal with that in mind. And also, Hael means praise. And you might recall the word hallelujah means praise the Lord. And we find the word Hallel in hallelujah. And hallelujah is the word that is the same, means the same in all languages. Hallelujah means praise the Lord. And, and we should praise the Lord. Amen. 
It is thought that these psalms were sung on the night of Passover. And no doubt, I believe Jesus sang, the disciples sang uh, together that evening. Now, again, we can't be dogmatic about what they sang other than the fact that they did sing together. Could you imagine hearing Jesus sing? I would have loved to have heard him lead the disciples in the songs. I imagine it was wonderful that evening as they were singing together. If we were to read the companion gospels, we would soon find out that Jesus had much to say also to his disciples before they left the upper room and actually on their way to the garden. Jesus had a lot to teach them and say to them. And he was in his last hours and he did have many things to teach them and to say to them in his final moments upon the earth. As they make their way from the upper room and that upper room, we were privileged to visit there while we were in Jerusalem. And we were also privileged to go to the Garden of Gethsemane while we were there in Israel. My wife and I enjoyed that trip greatly. And from the upper room to the Garden of Gethsemane is approximately about a mile in distance. And so it was that the disciples and Jesus leave the upper room and make their way to the garden. And again, Gethsemane being about a mile away in distance from the upper room part of Jerusalem. And Gethsemane is actually located at the foot or base of the Mount of Olives. And so we find in our text verse that they went out into the Mount of Olives. In other words, they went to the base of the Mount of Olives. And behind me today, in fact, uh, to, uh, to this side of me over here uh, is a picture that I took, and you see that behind us, and that is uh, actually literally in the Garden of Gethsemane at the foot of the Mount of Olives. There are still many olive trees there in that garden. Uh, some of them are nearly 2,000 years old, and some of them could have very likely been there when the Lord Jesus was praying in the garden. It's a beautiful place. It's a very special place. I'm just going to be honest with you. It was a very touching place for me as I visited this place. I was in awe to think about being in the place where my blessed Savior prayed in agony. And it was really touching to be in the Garden of Gethsemane. Gethsemane is derived actually from an Aramaic word, which means the oil press. Olive oil was a very essential part of the Israeli diet. And also they used it for many different things. Olives and olive oil is plentiful in Israel. And behind me, you see the olive tree. And Gethsemane, it means the olive press. And so there we have the word Gethsemane. Gethsemane is not only known as Gethsemane, but it's also known very well as the Garden of Gethsemane. And it was in the garden where Jesus prayed. It's a very, again, a very, very special place there in Israel. In Mark chapter 14, verse number 27, the Bible says, And Jesus saith unto them, And all ye shall be offended, 
because of me this night. For it is written, I will smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered. As Jesus was walking and they were, he was leading them to the garden of Gethsemane, he begins to speak very plainly to the disciples. And he says, all ye shall be offended because of me this night. As I look at that, the word offended is not what you and I would think, but it's actually a word that means to stumble. And that's exactly what happened. When Jesus was arrested, the disciples stumbled under that weight of burden. They weren't expecting that. They, they, their whole world was turned upside down the moment that Jesus was arrested. And we know what happened. They all fled from the place and they were offended. They stumbled. And the Bible says in Mark 14, 27, for it is written, I will smite the shepherd and the sheep shall be scattered. Now, that's an interesting section of the verse. It refers to Zechariah chapter number 13 and verse number seven, which says this, Awake, O sword against my shepherd and against the man that is my fellow, saith the Lord of hosts, smite the shepherd and the sheep will be scattered and I will turn my hand upon the little ones. So there are, in God's word, over 300 messianic promises, and Jesus fulfilled each and every one of them. He came to fulfill the scriptures and to die for our sins. Thank God for the Savior who completely fulfilled all the prophecies that were given about him in the Bible. And we can rejoice in that. He's a promise-keeping God. I'm glad he's my Savior and my Lord. Well, Lord willing, we'll be back again tomorrow for another Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. And until then, this is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, bidding you a great day. God bless you is our prayer. Bye-bye. You know that